All right. Hello, hello, everyone out there in podcast land. We are unmuted, um, and you are out there and can hear us. So hello, how are you? I'm SoloBase15. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. We are here to talk about Grand Arena. And God, I hope not Conquest, because we spent way too much time on that last week. Zareth, how are you tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you, Solo. I'm... uh... You know what? I am super looking forward to a week off. <laughs> yes. Oh, good Lord. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, it's nice to not have to think for a week. Now, granted, we are going to have to do conquest in hard mode, so we're actually going to have to try. And we still have one more day of light side territory battles. But, man, when we get to, like, Thursday, it's going to be so nice to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm saying this, but it's going to be a pretty busy week for me. We're gonna, we're gonna have some interesting streams. Well, we, me and random people. But um, <laughs> you know what? I, I just like being done with the GAC season, and I, I can just be like, ah, I don't have anything to plan. Like. Yeah. Couple streams. We're gonna get like our our gambit uh, roundtables coming up, and that's that's always one of my highlights for the month. So, yeah, Friday night will be really fun, especially when we're making Ando drink, and he <laughs> might not even be there because little not. baby Commando Ando might be coming. <laughs> baby Commando, yes, coming. yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, let's plug that real quick. So Friday night, guys. Um, you know, it'll be Zareth and I on this page. We're going to have Gum, Endall, Kleso, Calvin Awesome. Calvin promises to stay for the whole time this time. He is changing how he allocates his defenses, um, his liquor <laughs> defenses <laughs> this time. Uh, and I maybe know. and maybe we get a guest appearance by Ando. A, <laughs> I have to be up at 3 a.m. to feed the baby type of guest appearance. Yeah, it might, it, it'll be good. It might be good. A guest appearance of that nature could always go sideways, if we're being honest. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right, right. <laughs> I, I hope Calvin Awesome walks out. Uh, I hope Calvin makes it longer than an hour. We'll see. We, we have to test him. <laughs> we have to, new blood in there. We have to test him. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, it'll be interesting, man. I told I told Ando if he couldn't make it that uh, we would let him try out for the Gambit Alliance later. We'd, <laughs> we would try to let him get his spot back. <laughs> he He's off the team, but he can earn it back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad he just he just laughed. I think I, I assume that it wasn't laughing nervously. You know? <laughs> oh well, maybe we can make. Ando laughed nervously. He likes to troll. We can we can troll <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, no, he's his safe. No, that's that's why they make laws protecting new parents, you know, and their and their jobs. So we yeah. have to. We need to. We need to be ethical. Solo. But. That's uh, fine. <laughs> Ethics. Fine. Uh, wait, did we say we're doing Jaeger bombs this time? Yeah, um, Yikes. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I could. I, I usually start off before the stream with Red Bull and Baca to keep me awake. Um, so I can just make it Red Bull and something else. 
All right. With that said, though, let's talk about the week. Let's talk about the news. And it's a whole bunch of news that has nothing, nothing to do with Grand Arena. Um, so uh, last week we talked about the ranker changes. Everybody talked about how the pit was going to start sucking. And that's going into effect on Wednesday. So the effects take place as soon as the game updates. So you can be mid-raid and it can update. So either do the raid beforehand, do the raid afterhand, or afterhand, yeah. Do the raid after six. Uh, afterhand, PM Eastern. Nice. <laughs> afterhand. It's, uh, but don't be doing the raid at 6 p.m. Eastern or 3 p.m. Pacific or whatever time you guys have that correlates because you will get effed. Um, my advice for all the guilds that are lower is do the raid beforehand if you can, because as annoying as it's going to be to uh, try and coordinate everybody, I promise you that trying to do this raid the first time after the changes is going to be more annoying. Well, I mean, so so here's how it's going to be with the raid, just like just like every other time. Um, there's going to be a, a, a learning curve yep. for everyone. Right. And right. everyone will hate life. You're going to hate life. You, you, if you do the Rancor raid and you're used to getting these gaudy numbers and you just get shut down, you're, you're just going to hate it. You're going to be super pissed. That's fine with me. Um, <laughs> Cause I don't ever do them because right. I don't have time, but here, here's the thing though. I, I mean, I think people need to keep an open mind. It might end up being worse. Legitimately might be, I'm not trying to defend it. I'm just trying to, uh, I, I will say like the possibility exists that it will end up being better. And the fact that you hate life at the start doesn't mean that it's worse. It just means that it's different and you're not used to it. Right, exactly. I I do think the first time is going to suck. If you have Supreme Leader Kylo, you might not get 30%, but I think Kylo is still going to get a decent chunk. Um, you know, you're going to need more Kylos in your guild. So, like, our guild, both of our guilds should be fine, actually. Um, but it's, it is not going to be over in 45 minutes type of thing. Not right away, at least. Yeah. I'll be honest, though. I, I was always annoyed. Like, I don't I don't have 45 minutes these days, usually, unless I'm doing GAC. Like, it's hard to find 45 minutes for me. So, just, like, jumping in on a raid is just hard for me. Like, being able to go and hit one phase seems a lot more appealing to me, personally. Uh, yeah, it, it, all, it all depends. We'll see. I... I am not looking forward to it, but I already have six R8s. Um, so I only wanted eight. So, you know, and I think I actually have the materials for the other two. So I, I don't need to be two plus. I will help the guild finish, but I don't need to be finishing first every single time anymore. Um, that's those days are done and I'm glad <laughs> that's, you know, um, all right. Next changes is so when they released Conquest, they told us very specifically this first one is an exhibition. There's going to be changes made to it because it's an exhibition and they wanted live in the field testing. 
Um, so today, an update got pushed with a whole bunch of changes being made to Conquest. There was a rewards issue that people only got half rewards, basically. half You only got half the gear that you were supposed to. That we don't have a fix for, but they say that they're going to make a fix. And with that, let's conclude our discussion on Conquest. <laughs> Good with me. <laughs> That's... <laughs> um... It's it's over. Uh, we'll probably talk about it next week because nothing's going to happen this week and hard mode starts next week. But uh, yeah, so we'll save it for then. Um, so let's talk about Grand Arena. 5v5 is over. You know, every season you kind of see a <laughs> prevailing uh, kind of uh, team that comes out of the woodwork or uh, a pattern that develops in a season this season, did you notice anything uh, that was probably different than previous seasons? Um, this is a weird season for me. Uh, people, people put. Uh, I'll tell you what. The, the thing that I keep seeing, and obviously this isn't something that's like brand new to people placing, but I think that. I saw a lot more toward the end, especially I saw a lot more general skywalkers showing up on defense. Like people are starting to realize that it's a good banner stealing team that can potentially get a hold because people try these sneaky counters that don't always work and putting general skywalker with the 501st is just a good way to block people, you know, just to annoy people, just to make them, if you want to make someone spend a galactic legend, just put General Skywalker down and they're going to send the, spend their Sith Eternal or they're going to spend like, they're going to spend their own General Skywalker for bad banners. Like there's not a good solution. Like you, when we, when we had our match, like you found out, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to talk smack, but like it's the CLS counter is not 100%. Oh no. You know, like it, there's just not, there's not a great answer to General Skywalker. Suddenly there's just like, it, it is, become a staple i feel like people are starting to do it well i think also is our rosters are developing um to the point that you can put general skywalker on defense like i have so much offense now and this is kind of one of my frustration points of at our gp we're not going to stop people from clearing because there's just so many teams out there. Like you have to put a full FU defense down. And by FU, I mean like all four GLs, Darth Revan, General Skywalker, and somebody else uh, down to stop somebody from clearing. And then you're not clearing. So we have so many teams now that you can easily afford to put General Skywalker on defense. And so, I, I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I saw Skywalker on defense a lot more often. I put Skywalker on defense. Um, I was doing that last season, but, it's, you know, uh, I, I, I put him down on defense myself because his kit, well, not his kit, his team's kit basically relies on somebody dying. And that's, I don't want somebody on offense that's going to guarantee me a loss of those banners. Yeah, I, I mean, 
here's the thing, uh, like General Skywalker is great on offense. Like he can be used with a multitude of teams, but what people are finding is, you know, and I've, I've been doing this all season, but um, you don't need General Skywalker to make a Jedi Master Luke team good. Like you need like yeah. one decent hitter, like Je- Je- Grandmaster Yoda is probably good enough or Kieti Mundi if you have him seven star or, you know, um, Jedi Luke, I guess. I like Jedi Luke with Revan lately, but, yeah. you know, you, you need someone who can hit reasonably hard and otherwise you're just, you're good. Like Jedi Master Luke kills everything without, without General Skywalker. Like, is he better with Skywalker? Of course. Uh, of course he's better with General Skywalker. Like every team is better with General Skywalker. Probably <laughs> right. Darth Revan teams are better with General Skywalker, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> but it, like, why not just put him on his own team? You don't need him. Just because he makes things better doesn't mean you need him. Right. Exactly. Uh, and I basically went into every round just expecting to use Jedi Master Luke Yoda and Jolie as like a trio then with two random other Jedi. Usually it was Zaris and old Ben. Um, and I beat everything with that unless I make a stupid mistake, which we'll talk about later, but like that kind of fivesome beats basically any team you put on the board, except for, you know, Sith eternal or something like that. But I beat every Kylo with that. I beat Ray's with that. Uh, as long as I go first, I beat other Jedi Master Luke's with that. Like, I didn't need gas on that team. I didn't need Jedi uh, Knight Luke on that team. And so I could keep my Supreme Leader Kylo Jedi Knight Revan counter uh, intact. And that surprise, the Supreme Leader Kylo counter also counters... Uh, General Grievous, if you want to use Jedi and Grievous, I mean, you know, who <laughs> would have guessed? <laughs> uh, you know what I want to see more out of you, Solo, the next next time we do 5v5? I want to see more Mothra killing General Grievous. Well, so we actually have that to talk about. And uh, 3v3 and 5v5, we're going to talk about that tonight. So I will, I am going to break it out. Quite frankly, I just didn't have time to test it this week or this month. And... I don't like to use teams that I haven't tested, uh, not in live action, at least. Uh, but I mean, I, I tested it like three or four times, and then I was just yeah. I just jumped in. And one time, I even immediately regretted my decision. But the rest of the times, it totally paid <laughs> off. <laughs> yes. Um, so the other trend I saw, which I actually hated a little bit was JTR getting put with Ray probably nine times out of 10. I saw Ray had JTR on the team, which crushes my soul. Cause one of my favorite parts of this month was playing the game of what can JTR kill. And I killed basically everything I fought. Um, so you're losing mm-hmm. that team, but JTR does give problems to, Sith Eternal, if you want to do a Sith Eternal quote-unquote solo with Watt. Um, or JTR gives a lot of problems for Vader, too, if you don't know how to manage her. So that's one pattern that was just, like, blatantly obvious to me, this 5v5. Yeah. Um, 
it's just been an interesting, it's like this, this calm before the plunge. Like, so everyone in our GP level, at least has Bando right now. And, and so people are playing, people are placing him either with Ray or just on, on his own. And the question is like, which comp are you going to get? Cause there's so many different versions of, of Bando and no one really quite knows what to do with him. Yeah. Except except for Van Seal, who knows exactly what to do with him. <laughs> Always, yes. But the rest of us are like, wait, what does he do again? Yeah. Like, like, why do my whistling birds like not kill anything the way Endall's whistling birds do or Van Seals? Like, you know, and, and I keep hearing people say tell these stories of like, oh man. Like I think there was a guy on our server who was saying like they he can't, he's not going to make Kyber this time because he was so addicted to trying uh, Bando against General Grievous. <laughs> but uh, General Grievous kept not dying. And so like he just kept trying and trying. It's it's like the nice sisters counter, except you never win. <laughs> well, I, I'm willing to bet that guy did not have Bando's offense over 9,500. That's just, just a guess on that one. Because there, there is, right. you know, if, if you want to kill them, you have to mob them properly. It's not like Night Sisters where it's, oh, my doc has 120k health. Cool, you're good. Like, it's, you know, you actually have to mob them properly. Well, well yeah, exactly. We need to, um, you need to actually have them clocked the right way. And then that's part of why I never ran them on offense was I don't, I don't want to make, I don't want to spend the mods to get Quill up to like 340 speed or whatever right. it needs to be. Like, I don't want to spend the mods for any of this for yeah. like, I have a bad attitude about Moff Gideon, even though we saw Klesso beat the heck out of uh, Mamba just because his Moff Gideon was ridiculously fast. <laughs> yeah. And, and because we forgot about the Veer's speed bonus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that we did. That, that we did. Um, like, three three like top shelf ish you know like good good pvpers in this game but maybe not i don't know top shelf but we're all we're all pretty good in our own right and all of us and the whole stream everyone forgot about the veers lead bonus yes and we're like trying to do math we're like oh dude you're like one speed faster if my math is right Yeah. yeah Turns out he's like 21 speed faster and it wasn't <laughs> even close. So, yeah, though I am looking, uh, I am speeding up my Moff Gideon at some point this week. He's at 336 now. I want to get him to 350 for 3v3, at least. I'm not going to have Klesa levels of stupid speed on him because um, 376 just sounds absurd to me uh or 378 sorry his was 378 um but i think get jumping the gun on this one i think gideon is going to be the counter to all the stupid fast shock tees on jedi knight luke teams every team every time somebody says how do i beat this jedi knight luke team shock t is 345 speed my answer is going to be, well, do you have Gideon to go with Vader? And if they say yes, it's like, there you go. Stick Vader, Watt, and uh, Gideon. Go go have fun. 
Um, issue fourth. Which yeah. reminds me, I want to get my Vader to R8 before before 3v3 to match some of these Jedi Knight Lukes that are, have gone to R8. Yeah, you're going to have to be careful because my Shock T will end up being pretty damn close to 370, I think. Yeah, well, that's stupid fast. I'll just use Sith Eternal on that team. Um, <laughs> no, you won't. Just kidding. You probably would. Uh, yes, I would. In a heartbeat. Such a, such a good back zone team. That's that, and that's my job. Is you know, I have to make it so that you, you really have to pay the price for not using Sith Eternal in the yeah. front zone. Then I'm okay with you using Sith Eternal in the back. Yeah. So here's the thing. I like five v five so much more. There is now so much more strategy in 3v3 just because, like like we were saying earlier, there's so many teams now that we have that in 3v3, you know, you have what? It was 4-3-4. Like right now it's, all right, kill two teams. You have three Galactic Legends on offense. You're going to clear the back zone. <laughs> if you do it right, if you're doing it right, you're going to clear the back zone. Um in 3v3, you have three teams up front. You could, in theory, waste all, not waste, use all three Galactic Legends before you even get to the back zone in 3v3. Yeah, that's no joke. Um, it's just going, it's going to be very interesting to see what we do. Like, I, the thing I like about 3v3 uh, right now, as opposed to, and people in chat I know are saying like, can we just never do 5v5 or 3v3 again? And I, you know, we, we've, it has its problems. We've talked about them a lot actually on this stream. <laughs> we have. Uh, but at the same time, uh, 3v3, man, it's uh, at least you get enough teams that Galactic Legends don't completely ridiculously dominate it. Like you only have four teams uh, that you have to use with uh, only four teams that Galactic Legends are going to impact, which means you have seven more, at least at our GP level, uh, you have seven more that Galactic Legends aren't going to be part of. Right. So for me, it, it makes a lot of sense that, I don't know, like 3v3, we can actually use the rest of our roster as opposed to like, it, it just, it, I won't lie, it kind of bugs me. Every time I faced someone who only kept, or kept all three, or three of his Galactic Legends in 5v5, like, I knew they were going to clear me. I knew that was, that was yeah. a foregone conclusion. And then it just turned into an efficiency match. And usually it meant that I was going to win, because you can't be that efficient killing <laughs> Galactic Legends with your own Galactic Legends in 5v5. Not usually. Right. Uh, there, there are certainly exceptions, but, um, anyways, it, it's just an interesting, an interesting situation of, okay, so they have three Galactic Legends. I placed seven pretty tough teams, but they can negate half of those with their own Galactic Le Legends. Right. It makes it really hard to predict as well in five v five. Like, what are they going to do? What are they going to counter? Because Galactic Legends are so versatile. But they'll just kill my squads up front. And then if they chose poorly, then they'll suffer in the back or they'll do well in the back. It's just very difficult to predict. And, you know, that's where scouting comes in. And I had a pretty good season, so I'm pretty decent at navigating it. I just, uh, it's less interesting to me. Like the Galactic Legends really like, 
<laughs> there was a stream during this week where I was like, literally, I, I was contemplating just not using Sith Eternal at, at the end. I was like, I've killed all his other teams. And really, like, I could just kill this last one with like bounty hunters and have, a, a, you know, it's a slightly less chance, it's a slightly bigger chance that I'm going to die, you know, that I'm going to lose that fight. But like, I don't need Sith Eternal here. Well, you know what's funny is every time somebody placed two Galactic Legends on defense against me, they either lost or I only lost because of fleets. Like two Galactic Legends on defense just doesn't seem like a threat anymore in 5v5, which is kind of funny to me. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know what that really means, but it's like I'm kind of over such a small map in 5v5 because I can split up my teams. Like I can have two attack teams and be like, all right, I need to combine these two attack teams into one in order to win and still have more offense than I need. Like how many times did you, you just mentioned Sith Eternal. How many times this month did you finish and say, wow, I still had that that I didn't use? Oh yeah. I mean, there were a few times that I used the whole Buffalo, so to speak. Like I right. used the, everything I had, but uh, for the most part, I mean, that, that's why, like, my the, my last few matches, I just started stacking my defenses like a madman. Like, I, I just put everything on defense almost. <laughs> like, like you know, you, you keep Sith Eternity. You, you have one get-out-of-jail get card, get-out-of-jail-free card. But, like, my last match, I put three Galactic Legends down, and that was the match that I was like, I don't think I need Sith Eternal either. Yeah, you know, and not not every match is going to be like that. You generally need at least one because you don't like the off meta counters just aren't available to really count to truly counter four uh, of them on defense. If you meet it up with that for four but, of them, yeah, yeah, no, right. Like you typically need to keep one, but like I don't know, but it's just it's a growing problem with GAC, especially five v five. Yeah. Like Galactic Legends, once w- once we get two more Galactic Legends, like Padme is going to stop being relevant. Like there are going to be whole teams we used to use all the time that we, we're, we're going to laugh. We'll be like, it'll be the same, like, and then I open the back zone and he had Padme back there. And they're like, seriously? <laughs> it just, it like, in the same conversation will have happened like two years prior, we'll be like, and I opened the back zone and he had Old Republic back there. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he had Ewoks back there. Like that, that's the level of ridiculousness. Like as, as we get more Galactic Legends, Padme just gets pushed further and further away because she, you know, all of her mechanics have to do with things that are completely negated by Galactic right. Legends. So... Yeah, her, her, it's, oh, poor Padme. That team is such a good team, too. But it, in the grand scheme of things, it's really, it's really not anymore. It's, it's just fading. Even in territory battles, like, I try not to use Padme unless it's the special mission and I have to. That's, you know. Well, it's miserable because there's so much RNG there, too. It's like, well, will, yeah. the, will the B2 dispel me? Oh, I'm dead. Damn. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, but Padme, she's she's already on her way out. Even without even without 
a new GL. I mean, I beat her with Jedi training Ray this, this uh, season. People are beating her with troopers and dark trooper now. Like it's truly, truly a shame. Um, uh, but anyway, so I told you we would talk about Mon Mothma versus Grievous. There was actually a podcast question about that uh, for this week. So I figured I'd move it up top because I think this is probably my favorite counter that I didn't use at all uh, that came out of this Grand Arena season. And it's using Mon Mothma to counter Grievous teams. Um I've seen people fail with it. I've seen you mostly succeed with it, except for the one time you said this is a mistake. So <laughs> why don't you tell uh, the people out there just the basics of what the team is? Because the team comp absolutely does matter in the Spawn Mothma counter. Yeah, so I think that was the biggest thing that I tested, really. Like, once I once I found the right comp and it felt good, like... I mean, we, we've been doing this long enough. I'm pretty good at determining like what feels good, what what looks real, kind of. Um, and and so you know, people were suggesting things like the um, like the rebel pilots. Like you take bigs and wedge, right. and you have so much DPS, but then you just get melted. You do just get melted sometimes. Um, what what you really want? Because General Grievous, it seems like they have a ton of resilience. And with Watt, I would agree. But no one puts Watt with Grievous anymore. Like, I, you know, the, all this discussion, yeah. all this discussion with uh, Mon against Mon Mothma, it, or with Mon Mothma against Grievous, is going to be predicated on, you know, it's going to be all based off of um, not fighting Watt. <laughs> right. Uh, so... That being said, I do think that I, I, I do think that you need you know you want two tanks because actually what what I have discovered is Grievous just bounces back and forth between between the tanks like he he'll, he'll hit your Caradun and then he'll hit K two and it, it helps too that they kind of have staggered taunts as well maybe that's the reason he bounces back and forth but. Um, you know, you, you do need relics on everyone. Like that, that's that's the baseline. Like, yeah, you know, if, if we're talking about high-end counters, high-end gameplay, high-end whatever, like if you're if you're facing a general grievous squad and, and you want to counter it with one Mothma, you need relics. That that's just it, it's a necessity. So so for me, like having those two tanks is important. Uh and then Cassian just goes so well with K2. Like they give each other extra shots and the whole team is just death by paper cut. Once you kill B1, that team is not resilient at all. Like they just die. Like Grievous just takes and takes and, and they keep giving anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but like he, he just keeps hurting them. Like once you, and, and you can kill B1 ridiculously quickly. Like, like three volleys of attacks and B1 just dies. Like I was worried about one B1 because he was like really high offense and had him was super fast. I was like, oh man. But then he went first. So he went out of stealth. And then I was like, oh, I guess I'll just kill you. <laughs> but like it, it was like the easiest fight. Like the fast B1 was actually easier. 
So like having having those two tanks to protect the team and then having Cassian go with them on Mothma's the fourth. And then I get I'm guessing that power works okay with the team. I had a lot of success though with Hoth Rebel Scout, even though he was only relic one the whole the whole time. Uh Pow that doesn't surprise me about Pow, because Pow is I mean the turn meter is great, obviously. Uh he is really really easy to kill though <laughs> even at, i think i have him i forget if it's relic three or four even at relic three or four he is really easy to kill so that, it doesn't surprise me that he's not on that list of people to use yeah um <clears throat> i mean really like pow and hoth rebel soldier have very very similar roles in that team like it's just make that team fast give everyone turn meter yeah so i don't know you just have enough healing you have enough tankiness like sometimes it gets dicey but you have you have a revive there's no way for them to steal your revive again unless there's watt involved and then that team turns into an animal again um yeah it's just a very interesting it's it's a fun fun counter like last night i got a 60 and that's like that's that's pretty possible. You don't always get a sixty, but generally, like fifty six is the lowest I've gotten, unless right. it's a unless I fail, which that's only happened once. And once I put I put a couple extra relic levels on Scout in my last week, and it's, it felt like it stabilized quite a bit. And that's not enough big enough sample size to actually make a difference or to be conclusive. But um, the like. As long as Kara Dune doesn't get focused down super quick or K2, which K2 doesn't really get focused down yeah. super quick. Like you make the both of those guys relic five and you're probably set anyways, as long as everyone else has relics. I don't know. I'm just going on, but it's uh, it's a good team, man. I, I really like it. The only thing that sucks about it is you have to gear a bunch of like pretty bad characters that if you don't use them with Mothra then they suck so bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. That, that's 100% true on that one. Um, now, yeah. we're we're headed into 3v3, though, and we actually both used Mon Mothma in 3v3 against Revis. So are you planning... Uh, is that basically your penciled-in uh, counter for Grievous in 3v3? Yeah, it, it is. Um I mean, unless someone does something crazy, but I think I think I I'm going to give K2 the Zeta actually, just just because man, if I use him every match, why am I not why giving him a you? Zeta? Like, yeah, uh, you know that that could save me a banner here or there, and as we've talked about before, like one every banner counts a lot, and um, yeah, he's he's just fantastic, honestly. With Mon Mothma, he is good, and. So here's the thing in 3v3, it is not 100%. Like it, it just isn't. You have to accept the fact that you're going to lose 10 to 15% of the time, I think, at least against good Grievous teams. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like you get it, you basically get a Grievous team for free every time it works. Right. I... And then so. Before we started using Mothma in 3v3, you know, my standard counter was Finfin Poe, um, which I do still enjoy that. And that can take out, 
any of any Grievous. So I think honestly, what I plan on doing in 3v3 is keeping both Fin Fin Poe and Mon Mothma. And if it's just a disgusting Grievous, you know, R7 on everybody type Grievous, I'll just go with Finn. And if it's just a standard Grievous, I'll probably go with Mothma. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. Um, I mean, people put weird things with Grievous all the time. I think uh, it just depends, man. I, I I feel like the the scariest Grievous in three v three is a fast Grievous. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just the that's what it is. I mean, <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, I mean, so a Grievous with what would probably deter me in three v three. Or Grievous <laughs> with Nest, because have you ever tried to kill Nest with Mon Mothma? <laughs> with, with paper cuts? Yes, no. it, it does not work. I, can, <laughs> I have tried. It does not work. I can tell you that. <laughs> Good. Well, well yeah. I, that, that's one batch of science I don't need to experiment <laughs> with. <laughs> no. It was, I don't know. It was one of those where I was like, let me just see if I can do it. Because... The summoned trooper and scout actually can hit hard. So it's like, I wonder if they can hit hard enough to get through nest. And I think it was an R5 nest. So it wasn't even like the fully relict one. And I was like, ah, maybe not. Okay. I'm going to time out on this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you, you did that too against L3 once. I remember because L3 yes. regenerates so much. Yeah. Well, well, that was under a Kira lead. Yeah. If it wasn't a Kira lead, it, you can kill L3 easy enough if it's not a Kira lead, but the second, the second Kira is in there, it's, it's just impossible. Just, just not possible. That's fair. Um, you know, Kira makes that team so good. Um, <laughs> I was met with, I've, I've had recently there. So with my alt this week, uh, everyone plays Padme without C3PO. And what I discovered, like, so at my GP level, like at this, just this little, this little part of, um, you know, for my alt and my alt did very well this season, but um, I kept Nest. Cause I was like, you know what? I'm not maxing my banners. Like I could, like everyone keeps putting Padme down and no one ever puts C3PO with Padme. Cause C3PO has to go with our, with uh, C- CLS these days. Yeah. And, and so I was like, you know what? The, I'm just going to keep Pat. I'm going to keep Nest for this last week, and we're going to see how many solos we can get. And I got three. Actually, one of them wasn't a true solo. I used two crutches. But, like, you just kill Padme so easy with Nest if you if you have the mods right and you do everything right. Like it, But it, it's been funny. It's actually been the last two weeks, in fact, that I've been doing this, um, come to think of it, because I just posted a... Maybe it's just one, whatever, whatever. Um, recently, I've been doing it. So um, I posted a video of my alt attacks and yeah. th- like it's been met with some incredulity. Like there's been a couple people who have like messaged me, a couple people who've made comments on it. Like uh, they're, they're like, how, like, are you cheating? Someone asked me like on, on chat, like they were, they <laughs> were like wondering like, how does Nest beat this realistically? Like that, that's not possible. Like this is a relic Padme team. I'm like, it's magic. That's all. Yeah. She's force sensitive. (laughs) I I, clearly people forget that nest. If you go back to like October, 
or September. I feel like anytime somebody said they were up against Padme, the people's first response was, use Nest. Use, are you going to Nest solo it? Or are you going to bring Kira with? Like, I feel like just six months ago, that was a very common thing. And then people started modding Jedi and Anakin differently, and it kind of fell by the wayside. But it's almost to the point where people forgot about the old counter, and so it's making it possible again. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why that's a lot of the reason why I put Ayla with that team is so that people don't nest me. Yeah, I, I well, I like Ayla on that team for a few reasons, but that's definitely one of them. Well, yeah, a- Ayla is just good because you know, you, you throw Vader in there, and if someone missteps and she just counter, like he just does a basic and he count, she counters, right. like she just stops his merciless massacre right there because she stuns him. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, I've seen it happen, and it's hilarious. When it's not you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't see it from, from the Vader point of view, thank God. But <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Uh, anyways, it, it's... Uh, I, I do like using Nest quite a bit. Uh, you know, being able to counter things. Someone brought up the point the other day, though, like, what else does Nest kill? And, you know, like, what else does Nest solo? And it's like, uh, relevant teams, like, almost nothing. Right. Like, some, but in 3v3, Nest actually kills quite a bit. Uh, Yes, she's much more powerful in 3v3, I think, than she is in 5v5. Ironically, I think she's less powerful against um, Padme in 3v3. Because there's just less buffs going around, so she charges up less. I've seen a lot of people time out with Nest against Padme in 3v3. Yeah, that's fair. Well, and it's, it's funny, in 3v3, Nest can't counter Padme. Yeah. You just can't, because... She realized like Nest would kill a Padme team. If Padme could have like a 20 person team, Nest would counter that. Ironically, like that, Nest would counter that in like a minute. <laughs> right, right. Because of the number of buffs. Like that, that's the, the whole mechanic is Padme gives her whole team so many buffs. Everyone gets all the buffs, but every single buff also makes uh, Nest permanently more strong, at least for that fight. So you're just putting all the crit damage up, and eventually you get a you get a good look, and you just get a kill. So, um, you know that's that's how that's how it works. It's just a <laughs> yeah three v three nest isn't gonna be you can't counter the same things. But right. that being said, one of my favorite counters in three v three with nest is uh, that Poggle Droidica B one squad. Oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> that is that's a legit squad. Oh, it really is. It's really good. It's so tough to counter in three v three. Like you have to use uh, that's that's where I lost. That's what I lost my my win streak to last three v three. Was I couldn't counter that squad in the back, and um, you know, I had already used Nest somewhere else, <laughs> but 
yeah, the, it, it's so satisfying to just send her in and it's like, you know, Newt, Droidica, Poggle, whatever, whatever the combo is, like Newt, Poggle, Droidica, B1, even B2, like any of those, as long as, as long as there's not Dooku in there, that's still right. solo the whole team. Yeah, yeah, Dooku always makes things difficult. Uh, but anyway, what we have kind of on tangent here. <laughs> we are, and we're probably we're actually need to save a lot of this for the roundtable because I do imagine much of the roundtable is going to be spent talking about three v three. So, why don't we move on and talk about? the week the final week of grand arena uh 5v5 um so you're going into this week at nine and oh you are in theory not in theory you are perfect for the season so far uh how'd your week start this week and this week like so normally if i'm i've had a few perfect seasons and that's not me bragging that's just um you know it's it's just a statement of fact. Like I, I've had a few of them where like the first one that I had, I, I had a ton of pressure. I was like, Oh dude, I really, 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 really want a perfect season. Of course I did. And uh, you know, I always want one, but going into this one, I, I had more pressure than usual. I would say like it, it was amped up again because I also went into this week. I was 27. I had 27 consecutive wins. So if I could get there, I could, if I could get to the perfect season, I would also get to the arbitrary milestone of 30 consecutive wins, which is more than I've ever had on this account. Um, I'd also get to 47 and one uh, for my last four GACs. And I would have two consecutive uh, perfect seasons, which I've never had. So like a lot of, a lot of really cool milestones and stuff. And it's like, I, I just did not want to mess this up. Like it, you know, like weird. one fail. What's that? <laughs> Said weird. You don't want to mess all that up. <laughs> right, right. You know, and of course I don't want to lose ever, but, but like just getting, getting to that point, like there's something to be said. I don't know what it is. It's so funny. It gets so arbitrary because like, if we used a different like number system, like if we didn't use base 10, then our arbitrary milestones would look totally different. Uh, but because, you know, but this time it's like, okay, I want, I want to get, you know, 30 and oh, like I want that round, perfect, even number, whatever. <laughs> so anyways, we're, uh, yeah, go, going into this match, my first one was against, what was his name? I made fun of his name, but tell you what I've told, I, I've stopped making fun of people's names and my chat has started egging me on again. <laughs> like they miss it or something. It's ridiculous. It's toxic. It's hilarious. So, yeah. So his name was Death Word. And I told chat, among other things, I was hoping that he would change his name to Death Word because he was facing me, which is like the cockiest thing ever. But it's just <laughs> funny. <laughs> like he's, he's on his way to death. But um. He, he ended up clearing me. I, I placed a really strong defense as usual. He, I got a pretty efficient clear on him. I think I beat him by a hundred. He, he full cleared me, but I beat him by a hundred. So uh, was that, that wasn't too bad. That, that was a good start. He actually, 
I'll tell you what, every match I had was against a really good player this week. And he had uh, the distinction of having beat my ex-guild mate, Hova, or not guild mate, guild leader, Hova, who was in my group, actually, who he lost his first match. So what a loser. No, <laughs> but I did, I, I did feel frustrated. I wanted to face my old guild, guild leader. That would have been fun, especially because... He, you and him have not necessarily hit it off super well. So, um, you know, I, at least some of the things he said frustrated me a, a tiny bit. So it would have been fun to actually have a little bit more tension in a matchup. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, not that we all, not that we are getting dramatic here or anything. Right. Just, uh, you know, uh, it would have been more, more charged. So it would have been fun. Um, but then he lost and my opponent lost and I was on 28 and oh, uh, going into the next round. How about you solo? You had you're kind of a rough week last week. How did you do this week? I've had a rough season. Um, so this week has sucked. I, I just real life, you know, sometimes gets in the way. And I was telling you beforehand on this is on my alt account today. I planned out my defenses and then just real life kicked in and I never actually set my defenses. Um, so this week, that, that first match, I should have won. Um, I smoked the ground teams. Like, I mean, I just, there wasn't a single challenge on the board. And then of course you get to the back and there's the negotiator comp down there and a little RNG happens and you t I took out ETA and I took out the Y wing and it just, um, <laughs> it wasn't enough. And so I lost to negotiator, even though ETA and Y wing were gone. And then, uh, but I, you know, I ended up clearing it except for he was able to one shot my board, which <sighs> still, here's the problem. You play efficiency players and you make one mistake and it is over. And that's what happened. You know, uh, it did that match did cause me to rage relic and gear a lot of characters that we will talk about <laughs> at the end of this program. But all of my relics and gearing this week came because of this match. So it did. It did not. It did not go well. Um, That's fair. But we headed into now the Gambit fight night, which was it was a huge night. Uh, not for my main account, but we had Mudbum on, which is always a blast. We had Kleso got matched up versus Black Mamba on Friday night. Oh, um, Huge. And then my alt had a big matchup too that we'll talk about later. And my alt's week was so much more stressful than my main's week this week. Um, so you actually didn't end up going on Friday. So how did your uh, round two go this week? Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's a weird thing. Um, So, so yeah, we had so it was such a long stream on Gambit Fight Night, and um, you know, I I could I just couldn't go. We we couldn't handle me stalling harder. And I guess, man, this this guy was legit. So he had had an eleven and one season before this, uh, and then 
I didn't check before that, uh, but this season he had gone 10 and O and I'd gone 10 and O. So it was a, he had a ton of momentum going into it. I obviously had a lot of momentum as well. And that kind of match, dude, it's, it is, it's on, it's so hard. And he was ready for me. He placed, he placed a lot of really tough teams. Uh, I, I had to, I had to resort to doing some pretty ridiculous things myself. So I had to use like uh, Night Sisters to counter Jedi Training Ray with the Hero Bros. Um, I had to use, what else did I use? Some of, some of these counters I was like, so it all would have gone much smoother, much, much smoother if uh, I had been able to use my General Skywalker to, or sorry, my General Grievous to counter his uh Commander Luke, and it, it even started the way I wanted it to, but his uh, too many of his characters resisted target lock, and I kind of think I played a little bit unoptimized despite that, you know, as well, and just in addition to it, so that, is, that doesn't help. But in the long run, my General Grievous got zero kills and had to back out against Commander Luke, which totally changed. Like, I was just telling you about how I keep, or how I put everything on defense lately, and as a result, I don't have much flexibility. Like once, once one of those teams doesn't work out, once I get a fail, like I'm going to struggle real hard. And so that's what I did. Um, <laughs> I, I had to use, I'd use night sisters against the, the resistance. Uh, what was it? Did I use, gosh, now I'm just totally spacing it, but I, I used a couple sketchy counters and, I guess you guys can watch the video. I just put it out. Um, in the long run, I did actually get a decently efficient clear, even, even though I failed once. And I got a 2090 score. Um, so it was okay. And then he went in. And like I said, like, I mean, my, so he one shot me. He one shot my whole board. I watched in horror as I, I had finished attacking. He attacked immediately after because he had like one hour left. Um, and I watched in horror as he cleared my, full cleared my whole board with one shots. Uh, but in the end, uh, I just, I stole too many banners. And even though I had failed one and he failed zero, I still beat him by seven. So. Thank God that was a that was truly an epic match. That guy that guy played out of his mind. I I was very impressed with how he was able to counter all the heinous things I placed on defense. So, uh, but but I still won. So yay, um, <laughs> yay, <laughs> yay, and uh, yeah. So so I'll say this solo. I've never seen uh I've never seen a week where someone has played so well and had such poor results at the same time. Like you had a crazy week in terms of like your alt was ridiculous. It was so crazy. Um, yes. And uh, welcome to Operation Metaverse and GOM and everyone. Thank you for that raid, guys. Yes. Um, so Solo, you on Gambit Fight Night, you actually had one of our patrons to fight. Uh, so with your alt, so how did how did your main end up doing? Uh, my main sucked uh, because of stupid mistakes. So I uh, I had 
because normally I do my main, what I do is my alt account early at night on Friday. Like, you know, the, the round switches over and I do my alt account within the first 20 minutes of the round starting. But since we had, so my alt was matched up against one of our patrons and he is probably one of, because he's both of our patrons. Um, and he's been around for months and months and months. Uh, <laughs> maybe since we started our Patreons, to be honest with you. So, of course, we're gonna, I'm going to put that match uh, on Gambit Fight Night. And, but so, in the back of my head, I was like, all right, I'm going to do my main account Saturday. Kind of like you did, where stream it on Saturday, do a separate stream. Except for my, I was so busy Saturday. I had about 20 total minutes to get in my main account's fights. And I made the dumbest mistake. I mean, just the the dumbest mistake. I took Jedi Master Luke against a Ray team with some scoundrels. It wasn't like the Beskar Queel team. It was, uh, what was it? It was JTR. It was Ray, JTR, Haldo, L3, and Vandor. And I went after L3 first and Vandor had prepared and it's like, well, this team is just stupid. Uh, they didn't kill a single one of my characters. <laughs> In fact, I had f almost full protection on every one of my characters. And then I just timed out uh, with JTR and Ray left because of stupid, stupid mistake. And then of course I got one shot and it's like, well, there, there goes, that one. Oh, and by the way, this guy had 700k lifetime banners too. Um, <laughs> so like, it wasn't even that. It was an easy fight. This guy, everybody I fought this week had 650k plus lifetime banners. Um, so you make a mistake it against. It is. You make a mistake against a good player, and you shall suffer the consequences, as I did. Um, so I was. I was not happy not not happy at all this week um so yeah i i hated it man and so so guys um just just so i don't i'm not gonna spoil anything maybe like a very tiny fraction of a thing but um so solo was struggling pretty hard on his main as he said he's, he's got good opponents he's got uh he's got some struggling you know it's it, we all enter these times in our lives where we we're going to hit the struggle, ride the struggle bus. But um, at the same time, though, his alt is playing out of its mind. So we'll talk <laughs> about that later. Like yes. he he has been doing some crazy things with his alt, some really impressive stuff. So um, it's not all just a bad week for Solo. We just haven't gotten to the great part yet. That, that, yes, absolutely. I, I spent so much time on my alt account this week. Um, like so much time planning for my alt account for uh, the the two fights on Monday and or not Monday Wednesday and Friday and my main account just did not get the love it needed like at all. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's go to three v three. Someone in chat says, "Make solo great again." <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> He's already great. You got to stop that. that that's <laughs> that's false. Honestly, it is false. Like you don't make someone you don't make someone who's already great great again. It, like it's <laughs> it's false. You just 
everyone has their their frustrating moments. Some people you have bad RNG, you have a couple bad decisions, you don't get as much sleep one night, like tons of factors that go into this and playing at a high level, like that, that's the thing. I've said it a few times to people. Like people say, Oh, I'm playing Zareth, like I'm gonna get destroyed. And I'm like, you don't realize the the margins that we're working with here. Like I yes, I have a pretty good record, but that's mostly just RNG. Like I, I even have a tie in there somewhere. Like it's, it, you know, I, I'm counting as a win because I'm being consistent with that. You know, if I tied and lost, I'd call call it a loss. But, but like, the margins aren't like I just kick everyone's ass really hard. The margins are like, if I mess up once, a lot of times that's it. That, that I'm done. Like, uh, you know, yeah. if, if they mess up once, then maybe I can pull off a win again. But but it's like, you know, and that that's the margins we're working with. So if you lose a couple in a row, that, that could just be easily, that could easily be attributed to something like RNG. And not that you would make that excuse, and neither would I, but, you know, as an observer, like, I, I just... It, just because you hit a rough patch doesn't necessarily mean there's anything wrong with your game. It just <laughs> means that like you've hit a rough patch and you get, it's going to even out again. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, so you are perfect looking to go perfect. You're headed into the final night. How did your final, uh, how'd your final night go? Um, it went it, uh, so so an interesting thing about my group actually five of the members of this group were actually in the same group the time before <laughs> and, and so i had this really interesting insight well it wasn't it wasn't maybe it wasn't that interesting my opponent from the first match or from sorry from the second match he had played my opponent in the third match uh he had played him in their most recent group. So he was like, oh, your opponent sucks. You're going to destroy him. So I went in. I placed the hardest defense I'd ever placed uh, this season. I placed three Galactic Legends uh, with Darth Revens, Commander Luke, Padme, and Jedi Training Ray. I baited him the way I wanted to. He was. Uh, he ended up dropping a ton of banners, but... Uh, on my end, like I, I had to go first and then he attacked immediately after, of course, that's actually how it happened in my second and third match. He, uh, so he placed the Jedi Master Luke team and he didn't have that much, like he had a Relic 8 Jedi Master Luke, Relic 8 Jedi Anakin, and and then like Jolie and like Ezra and Barris or something, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, I, I've stumbled into this and I'm, I'm going to try to test to make a video of it, actually. Uh, it, needs to have, it needs to be made, I think. Um, the, so the Jedi can be countered. Jedi Master Luke can be countered pretty well by General Grievous. You can use General Grievous, just the standard team. And I, I was in my, in my limited testing. I had to test to make sure it was going to work. In my limited testing, I, I ended up winning about uh, 75, 80% of the times. Uh, so I, I felt pretty confident that I'd at least get some traction in this fight. And so what, what ended up happening, I, I took general Grievous in and this is all science, you know, it's, it's fun. That, that's, that's part of why I like my streams. I like a lot of, you know, like the, the, the appeal to me is just like, I, I try these weird new things. Some, sometimes they just 
fail. <laughs> and uh, in this case, it didn't necessarily fail that hard. Uh, what, had, what happened? I killed everyone. I killed all the things. It was going well. And then Jolie got a turn and revived all the Jedi. Yeah. That and was it was just so disappointing. Just so. one of those WTF moments. And so <laughs> I still managed to kill Jedi Master Luke again. I killed Jedi Knight Anakin. And then they killed Grievous. No, they didn't kill Grievous. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Jolie had gotten a bunch of counters. And he was going to revive everyone. If he took one more turn, he was going to revive everyone. And then I did not have the power to kill them all again. So, so I just timed out. And at the last minute, or the last second, you turn it on 1x speed. You do an AoE with Grievous. I was hoping to kill Ezra with one final hit. Um, it didn't quite kill him, but... At the end, I, I thought it was ironic, actually. My fail ended up killing the two Relic 8 characters on the team, and the rest were all like Relic 2, 3, and 4. And they, they lived, ironically. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. a loss, and then Geo's cleaned it up for 40. And then the rest yeah. of it, I just gunned through him. Like, he, he had changed his starting lineup. He'd always played Darth Revan on, kept Darth Revan for offense, uh, put General Grievous or General Skywalker on defense. I uh, swapped them around. So I was like, did he get crazy and put General Skywalker in the back? And that's what had prompted the General Grievous trying to kill Jedi Master Luke in the first place. Um, anyways, I'm, I'm going on at length here. I, I ended up getting a very, very efficient clear other after that, except for in fleets. <laughs> I... Uh, Chat told me I played it wrong. I probably did. Um, I don't believe them that it's consistent, though. I, I truly don't. They, they said that you can consistently, with Finalizer, just kill the Hans Falcon, uh, or no, the Braze Falcon, immediately uh, before Radis gets a turn, and I, I don't buy that. But I'll test it, and I'll admit I'm wrong if I am. Um, <laughs> right now, I still don't believe it, though. Anyways, I, I probably played it poorly. I lost in fleets. And ironically, when it was all done, I actually had a 2091, which is one banner higher than I had gotten in my previous match. In my previous match, I had dropped one. And this one, I dropped two. So it was a really, really, really efficient two-loss fight, if that's such a thing, if there's such a thing. And so he, he clears me, um, you know, he's, he's running roughshod over my teams. He is, he's dropping a ton of banners. Uh, and I need it. He needs to get a 61 and a 61 to beat me. He needs to average the 61 in fleets. Uh, goes in against negotiator and uh, with his own negotiator at relic eight and uh, fails. Or maybe he's malevolence. I don't know. Then he finishes off my negotiator and then he can't clear my target fleet. And yeah, yeah, I win. So, yay. <laughs> Actually, <sighs> so that grievous fight. I know it didn't end well. Like, I know it didn't end well, but I had so much fun watching the first probably two minutes of that fight. Not so much the last three minutes, but the first two minutes of it <laughs> was so fun to watch. It was, um, I was genuinely excited to see that. So here's my question about that. Sure. What if you throw Watt on that Grievous team? Now, I know we only have one Watt, and, you know, if you're going to Vader or something, obviously you're going to want Watt there. Um, 
But if you're going up against the Jolie one, can you get away with it using Watt instead of somebody else on that team? Um. Yeah, so man, if you had Watt available, man, that, that would that would be a game changer for sure. Um and you, you, you don't you don't need Newt, really. Like Newt is right. nice for sure. And, and maybe uh, you'd have to play around with it, but yeah. like, there's no, there's nothing that cancels your revive, but you can cancel their revives. Like you can, that, right. I think Watt would make that pretty consistent, actually. I bet that you get a pretty decently high banner win if it's against generic Jedi. Now, you start adding like General, if General Skywalker's alongside right. him, it, sure. it gets more dicey, you know, the more high end characters you get. But I mean, in my testing, I've tested it actually a few times before where, you you can you can absolutely um, you can you can absolutely get uh, get the kill with a general grievous team even against a, a, like an arena Jedi team. So it, it does work. I'm gonna I'm gonna play around with it more. We're gonna I'm gonna try to make a video of it this off week. But it's a it's a counter that I've been wanting to try for a while, and I just kind of forgotten about it for a little bit until I saw this guy. And I was like, I might be screwed. And then I realized that maybe I had some play. Yeah. So uh, anyways, it was, a, it was a pretty cool, pretty cool time, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it until obviously it stopped <laughs> working. Uh, but the possibilities made me excited. <laughs> Well, that's probably the the nice way to put it. Uh, sure. Well, and I get that. It was, yeah. I, I'm I'm always excited to try these new counters. So, you know. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, we can. Yeah. So I, I, it was cool. He he failed. Me. He couldn't full clear me. Uh, fleets fleets actually bailed me out twice in a row. Um, Two matches in a row, and I I have the second consecutive perfect season, and and they're different game modes. Like it, I've had I had two three v threes in a row, but it was interspersed by a loss, by an eleven and one season in five v five. But now I have a three v three season that was perfect consecutive to a five v five, and that's I don't know, but in a way like that's a in a like pretty dumb and like cherry picking way. Like it's kind of like getting a what what do they call it? A, a I don't remember. Like the acting award where you get like a Tony and an Emmy and a oh, Grammy I've... and all of that. Like you get you get the four of them. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't know. even pretend to tell you. I, I don't know. Um, it, like in a way, that's that's what that is. Like I feel like it's you know getting two in a row. It's it's fun. So, um, yeah, I I'm. I've been doing well lately and <laughs> I can't believe it because my real life has been so crazy. So that yeah. being said, um, you know, perfect season and all you, you've been, you've been uh, burning the candle at both ends solo. And so you opted not to stream your final attack. I you did. just, and I was actually, secretly relieved like not not like that you don't i i always want to see you play like you, you play really well i just 
I, I think you needed to kind of just have that just solitude. You just needed to yeah. get refocused. You had another tough match, even though you've lost two, you still have a tough match in the finals. How was your, or your final match? How was your final match? So funny part about the final match is it was up against a guy that was in the same guild as your opponent and E Abattoir's opponent. <laughs> we were all fighting the same guild. Um, and I think Yabatar said it was like the guild name was in the air or something. Cause it was a, I believe Japanese or uh, just letter. Um, but so he, another guy with 650 K lifetime banners. Um, but I just destroyed this guy. Here's the thing. When you're streaming, you kind of have to do your fights like bang, bang, bang. When you can take your time between fights my God, you you can play them <laughs> so perfectly and easily. Um, I I hit him for like I think what I had twenty one twenty three were my offense banners, and I just you know I had troopers got sixty, then uh, JTR got sixty, and my Jedi Master Luke went up against his Supreme Leader Kylo and was able to pull out sixty, and then. Sith Eternal, uh, it, well, he got over 60. And I mean, I just destroyed them, and which was a whole, whole lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> whole lot of fun. Um, so I ended, I at least ended the season strong. And as bad as my season was, I still made Kyber. Like it's, you know, I got the prize box. I'm out of the running on GA Center. And now I have to actually... I have to actually try to stay in the Premier League over the next two seasons, but um, I think you can pick it up. Three v three, three v three to get back on your feet. Three v three has always be. been a bastion of strength for Solo. Yeah, that's uh, you know, it's <laughs> went twelve and zero last time, so I should be able to pull it off. I am currently, I'm actually tied with Ando, and thanks to thanks to our dear friend Kleso. Um, <laughs> who beat Black Mamba. I'm actually, you know, in the GA Center. There is four... Oh, that's right. That actually helped us, didn't it? I didn't that, even think of... I... That legitimately helped me because I'm tied on losses now with Black Mamba. Oh, damn. We we got to talk a little bit about that Kleso match, by the way. That was that was actually a pretty big deal. <laughs> while, while Cubs and Urs were doing their um, oh, Lord, their yeah. fake match where they didn't even use, they used two separate, neither of them used their own account and they decided not to use Galactic Legends. So like they, they played a game that's like, it, it, it bears resemblance to GAC. <laughs> we, In theory. At the, at the same time, Kleso... One of the top shelf best players out there faced off against the Black Mamba, who is also one of the top shelf best players out there. And one. I was so, so Kleso yeah. was destroying his crushed teams, him. just yeah. crushing his teams. And then Fleet happened. And I don't, I need to go back and watch what went wrong on that one because i've done malevolence against empire like i felt awful and i think Mudbum felt even more awful uh because we advised i've done malevolence against empire including against relic gars so many times um i just i 
so sad to see to see him go uh, to go down. Well, have that fight go down because he just deflated a little bit, um, and then and then you know he ended up winning. So, um, oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> thank God, dude. I I just had to laugh. Like we we were man. It, it was just cool. Like by committee, we were we. Yeah, it was just really cool. Like he beat the hell out of Mamba's teams. Like Mamba put a ton of really good teams down on defense, and and Cleso just just stomped through them like they were nothing. It was it was really cool. And then that one fail on ships. Yep. And it turned. Someone commented on like it just got real quiet. Like you and I just didn't say a single thing, and Cleso's here stewing, and we're and we're just like. I, I don't know. It was this real tense moment. And and thank God it had a happy ending, but we had no way of knowing it that it would be. That's we didn't we didn't even we didn't even know if Clessa was gonna clear ships after that. <laughs> right. Essentially he just threw away his malevolence. He's like, nope, not gonna use it. Uh, you know, and I'm gonna spot Mamba twenty points. Like that that's basically the result. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I'll I'll try to I'll see what Clessa wants to do. I'll I'll try to like post it on, on you know my YouTube or on someone some yeah. YouTube channel, and we'll we'll get it out there because people need to see that. Well, I think didn't didn't Clesso actually put the video out? Oh, did he? Okay, I didn't see that. I that he deserves he deserves he has the rights to it, so to speak, for sure. I think he did. Uh, hold on, let me check real quick because. He was talking about um, every time he did something, putting an Air Jordan clip. <laughs> oh, he was thinking. No, so he's considering it. Yeah. Okay. He hasn't put it out yet. No. I'll talk All to right. him one way or another, guys. Keep an eye out. Uh, it, it'll be out there yeah. um, for sure because we don't want. We're not going to lose that one for sure. Right. Um, but anyway, so that was our weeks. That was our seasons, even our weeks and our seasons. Uh, so why don't we talk about podcast questions for a little bit and then we can wrap it up with our alts because I actually, I mean, your alt had a fantastic season. My alt had a fantastic week this week. Um, and yeah. prevail man is just facing interesting people. I that's probably the best way to put it. Um, uh, but before that, let's let's get into some of these podcast questions. We don't have a ton. Yeah, there's um, not too many. But yeah. and we should probably save. You know what? Even if we answer some of them, there might be a couple that have good replay value, so to speak. Yeah. Well, so I highlighted one to save for the um, for our roundtable because I think that's a fantastic roundtable question. Um, so we'll oh, save. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, just so the person that asked it knows, uh, the question. So we're saving for the roundtable. What was the biggest lessons learned from last three v three, and what are you most looking forward to in this three v three? That's, I mean, that is a prototypical roundtable question. That's that's the perfect kind of group question. So we're not ignoring you. We're just we're going to hit it up next. You know, on the roundtable on Friday. So. All of you roundtable members watching, get ready for that question. Uh, uh, all right. So, uh, first question. 
does Dark Trooper fit in your top five for Imperial Troopers now? Assuming that you're starting from scratch and don't want to use Muff Dive Gideon versus uh, Range Death Trooper Snow Trooper debate as a fifth. So here, so basically, if you were building your Imperial Trooper team now and assume that you could have everybody seven star right now, what would your lineup be? Uh, okay, so that it's a. Uh... It's a flawed question, in my opinion. Like people say, there's no such thing as dumb questions, and this isn't quite dumb. But here, here's the thing, and, and I don't—I mean, no insult, just to be real clear uh, to whoever asked that. But uh, it—it's incomplete. It's—it's it's a flawed question because I don't think Death Troop or Dark Trooper, sorry, is going to end up with Imperial Troopers. Like he'll end up on the same squad as characters with the Imperial Trooper tag. He will end up with Imperial Remnants, while a Piet Trooper squad will still be the Imperial Trooper squad. So Dark Trooper, and this, this is all just speculation. I have no like inside knowledge, just to be real clear about that too. Um, but like speculative, speculatively, I think that they're going to compose comprise two squads. We're going to get one more trooper, like we'll get like a Flame Trooper, a Scout Trooper, or whatever, um, so that Moff Gideon's leadership won't seem so mysterious and weird. Um, and so we'll get that team, the Moff Gideon leads, and that the Dark Trooper will go on there. Maybe Death Trooper will go on there. I don't know. Uh, Storm Trooper for sure. The new one, this, you know, if we have a Scout Trooper, and that'll be one squad. And then you'll still have the Veer's lead Piet squad. That, that's my speculation. That's my guess. Um, if that never comes to fruition, I have no idea. Probably he hits like a truck and you put, you put him with Mob Gideon. You can do some pretty silly things on that team. That being said, it'll make me sad. Cause I like that team. I like the team without, I like the team a lot before dark trooper came. Like he'll just come and reshape everything. Like I, there's times I don't want to use Gideon just because it seems like he comes in and steals the spotlight. You know, like I missed using Stark as <laughs> sentimental and silly as that sounds. So what are your thoughts, Solo? I, well, I agree 100% with you. Um, I do think it's going to be two teams. I think we have enough to make it two teams. And quite frankly, the Piet Troopers handle almost everything anyway at this point. Um, you know, and, and that team is Veer, Stark, Piet, Range, plus one. Um uh, Oh, P yeah, wait. Veer, Stark, Piet, Range. Who am I forgetting here? I use this Veer, Stark, Piet, Range, Death. Oh, Death. Death. Good Lord. Death Trooper. Um, and they kill every every team. They kill all the teams, basically. Um, Dark Trooper added to them kills more teams. Like, I mean, I, I saw people killing Padmes with them. So that's quite frankly impressive. Um, but if I was just building a new trooper team from scratch, I would build the original Piet troopers knowing that Imperial remnants are going to be their own team. Yeah. With, with the assumption at least. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, cause we, we can't know exactly. Like I hope I certainly do hope. And, and really, like, if CG didn't do that, it, it's like, what, what are you doing? 
<laughs> right. That would be the second faction that they came out with this this year that is just incomplete. Because that the the Beskar Mando faction is it's still missing something. Like I know you can use Nest to great effect in there, but it's just it's missing one more piece. It it is. Even though Molepills in chat just said he used an Imperial Remnant squad to get 60 versus Jedi Training Ray heroes. And then he used a separate Imperial Troopers comp to get 60 versus Bounty Hunters. Yeah. I, so, I mean, right. But he's still going to be good, but right. they're going to be way better. It's like Beskar. It's still a good team. It's still a pain to counter um, if you don't have the right teams, but I just feel like they could be so much more. Like, why create that Moff Gideon lead if you're never going to create an entire faction that fits it? Like, it just doesn't make sense. So, so uh, this is something we talked about a little bit on our uh, Gambit fight night. And I honestly, I, I, I think we need to go on a slight tangent here. I'm sorry. Okay. But um, we talked about this, and it makes it makes a lot of sense. And I think people... Maybe a lot of people listening already have picked up on this because I was a little slow on the intake, but it was really exciting for me to actually connect some of the dots. So um, we think we I mean, I I do think this, though, I'm not the person who came up with it. Um, We do think that we're going to end up with a third Mando. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have thought that since they released uh second Mando, um, which we I talked mean, about on Friday night as well. Uh, right. Well, well, yeah, we've, we've, you guys, I thought maybe we could do it. Like it makes sense. Like he's using a knife, like Bando's using a knife instead of a spear. Like he doesn't have a jet pack. Um, <laughs> but I think the most interesting thing was um, when they released dark trooper, to the game baby yoda disappeared from bando's oh, yeah. uh from bando's uh picture or whatever like like grogu is gone he's gone and it's, it's like it's like they uh came and stole baby yoda <laughs> right gosh i'm still calling him that even though i know his name it's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> fake internet memory uh has roots <laughs> Yeah, it's it's wrecked wrecked me but uh, it's like it's just really cool like you can go look at his art and you know he's got the little bassinet or whatever you call it it sounds yeah. like the least manly rugged thing ever he's like <laughs> flying around in a bassinet but he's you know the little baby carrier thing that used to have grogu in it now it's gone he's gone yeah. Yeah. And the second Dark Trooper was patched into the game, Grogu disappeared. And where is he? Like, he's with Mando 3. <laughs> and and yeah. there's also the fact that uh, we have Razor Crest coming out, or he, I mean, he released technically. And who's the pilot? It's Bando, not the next version. Yeah. Who yeah. Uh, theoretically has a spear. As as his, you know, the remnants from from that debacle. So, yeah, Uh, it's just a cool that's a really cool like they're kind of playing out the story just through 
releases. I, I don't know. It's just fun. That, no, that that was really cool. The the whole Baby Yoda thing. I, I remember when you know the update first came and immediately the complaints started and people were like, "Oh man, the game is bugged." Now Yoda's not even here, and then everyone's like, "Oh, it's on every device." I wonder if this is actually intentional. <laughs> And then they just never commented on it, which means it's completely intentional. <laughs> Kate Gaming, the famous Kate Gaming in chat says, Ugh, please no more Mandos. Kate, I thought you liked Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Kate, M- Mando can go with your Kando at R8, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> probably can't go with my Wampa down at all. <laughs> no, no, probably cannot. <laughs> uh all right anyways anyways let's move on um sorry i just i that was so intensely interesting to me on friday i I thought thought maybe some of our (laughs) listeners hadn't heard it maybe i'm just the very last person to come up with it but (laughs) i i I somehow doubt it so um so next question i'm just now entering division one are there squads that should only be used for offense and squads only used for defense? I'm trying to build squad loadouts and like would like to know how squad or like to know squads that fit into those categories. And I feel like that answer is yes, no, maybe so. It really depends. Um, it, it honest, it really depends. At that point in the game, like Grievous can still be a monster on defense if you're just entering division one, but at the same point everybody has CLS. So if your opponent uses CLS, uh, maybe you use Grievous on offense. So like, I don't think there's any one team that you could say is only offense or defense when you're at 4.5 ish million. Your, your all is passed it a little while ago so what about you are there any teams that you think have to be defense or have to be offense i mean there's never been that in in the history of this game in my opinion like uh, you know there's things certain teams that you're maybe going to be more predisposed toward um for putting on defense or offense or whatever um I, i do think i don't know like uh it, yeah, it, I'm sorry. I'm kind of just trying to think here. So, so for me, it, there, there's this shift. There's a shift in gaming uh, where you start having enough team. You have an excess of teams, and that's when you start putting more tricky teams on defense. Like yeah. it, in the early game, you want to trust your own efficiency a lot. So you're going to keep a lot for offense, um, and then there's it's just this shift. Like, I don't know at what point I decided to start putting my Darth Revan on defense on my alt, but he's been on defense for a ton of seasons now. Like, he, I just don't even consider using him, uh, you know, to my own detriment to some <laughs> to some degree. Uh, and and so so yeah, like I I can understand like the the question behind that it's it's tough to know exactly what you want to do but um you know like you want to you want to know you want these these perfect answers but also when you get to division one some accounts look way way dramatically different from other accounts yeah too 
Like uh, that's very true as well. Like I have no Galactic Legends on my alt, and that is hugely important and impactful for me uh, because the teams I'm facing don't have don't typically have Galactic Legends either. So I don't know. It, it's you just got to wing it. You got to see, you got to make the best choices given what roster constraints you have and the things that you're facing. I mean, that sounds like such a trite answer, I guess, but like that's in my experience, there's no specific time or place or, you know, like there's no mandate that you put any given team down. Maybe Ewoks, if you have geared up Ewoks need to go down for a long time, <laughs> but only if you know how to mod them. Right. Uh yeah, I, I don't I don't ever foresee having a team that's solely used on one. I mean, like you said, there are teams that I basically just pencil into offense or defense right now. But it's not that I will never consider them the other way. It's just they're being used for something. But if I can use them for something different it's going on defense or it's going on offense to, to match what I want to use it for. Like that's, you know, Sith Eternal is probably a fantastic uh, option for that. Like if you know your opponent keeps Supreme Leader Kylo and you want to get him to use that Kylo because he has, you know, he puts Bastila JML Watt cheese in, or uh, you put, Bastila JML watches in the back. You put Sith Eternal in front. He uses Kylo on your Sith Eternal, and then he gets stuck on Bastila JML Watt, maybe two-shotting it. Like, so you can't even say like Sith Eternal is offense only because you can use him on defense in certain ways. Um, so I, I don't think there's ever going to be a team that is automatically penciled in somewhere to me. Yeah, well, in, in chat, you know, Molepils is saying, like, you have to scout your opponents to, you know, to yeah. try to bait out the counters. And, you know, like, that's that's totally, you know, that's end game play for sure. But, I mean, it, it that's less available at the lower levels. Like, there are times that I'm like, man, okay, so I, I normally I don't like to scout with my alt because it just takes too much time right. and effort. And I don't really need to. Um uh, just because the the opponents I'm playing are not necessarily like, uh, there's not gonna they're not gonna surprise me that much. And uh, sometimes I'm like, okay, I'll tell you what, I I care right now about my results. I'm gonna try to scout, and then and then I go to look, and they just don't have a profile. <laughs> right. And, and it's yeah. been a it's been an impossibly long time since that's happened on my main account. Yeah. You know, so it it's just different stages of play you know, different, different rosters. You just gotta, I'm sorry, we can't provide you with a cookie cutter, like always put Grievous on defense. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes this fun. This game mode fun though, is that it's not cookie cutter. Like if it was cookie cutter, I would get bored. <laughs> um, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I like, I like how we can tinker with, with our kits and our, you know, our whatever, our various, yeah. Uh, decision-making processes. It's fun. Right. Uh, the next question is probably the easiest question that will ever get answered. Uh, is Nest worth it? I have a single shard of her. 
So it requires a fair bit of effort for me to unlock. For context, I'm at 4.6 million GP. Is Nest worth it, Zareth? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I concur. Um, that's there. It's done. Yeah. Um, especially and, and, at that GP. Even if it takes you three months to unlock her, you're still going to be like 4.7 million GP. You're going to use Nest often. Yeah. Uh, and at the very least, people at that GP don't know how to beat Nest. So that you can just put her on defense. Like give her give her relic two and call it good. And she's fantastic. She'll yeah. counter all the things on offense. And then eventually when you get to the end game, she goes really well with Bando. Right. Yes, exactly. Um so is Nest worth it? Absolutely. Very yes. Uh, all right, next question. For Grand Arena. What is the better off-meta fleet to gear? Rebels, and this person has no gear on uh, Scarf Rebel, Pathfinder, or Biston, or Empire, and they have no gear on the Mandalorian tunes and a G12 <laughs> TIE Fighter pilot. So I need to up my fleet game. Which one should he focus on? So hard. Um, it, it is. I, what's, what's your choice, Solo? I, well, I'm gearing both right now, but... Uh, I will say I've climbed exclusively with Empire for the last, well, since Thursday. Um, so it's what, three, four days? I am loving that fleet. Um, plus, the Mandalorian tunes are much easier to gear. Um, they're much easier to gear than Biston and Scarif Rebel Pathfinder. I can tell you that in a heartbeat. Um, but if you already have Scarf Rebel Pathfinder at G11 and you've already given him all the Carbontes, then I would say go to Rebels. I, I think um, I do enjoy how fast Empire kills the Ahsoka lineups with R8 negotiators, though. Like, I mean, it just it melts them. Um, it just, just melts them. It does struggle against the double tank a little bit uh, for negotiator teams, but you really don't see that team often in Grand Arena. I actually, I don't know if I've ever seen it in Grand Arena where it was uh, ETA, Y-Wing, and Houndstooth on defense. So it struggles, Empire struggles a little bit with that lineup, but the standard uh, what ETA, Ahsoka, Y-Wing – my empire is just melting them now. Cannot wait to use that next <laughs> next grand arena. Negotiator, never coming on offense. There you go. There's a team that's only going to be on defense for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, well, yeah, so so uh, anger leads to hate in chat is saying uh, rebels are better investment because you can use the tunes with Mon Mothma. And that's kind of true. I can. So here's the thing about that team. Like we, I was just telling you, just saying that thing about how uh, like K2 and Cass, like all these characters are just awful if you don't have Mothma as the lead. And yeah. uh, the same could be said about Biston and Scarif Rebel Pathfinder. The oh, problem God, yeah. being they're even worse than K2 and Cassian. Like I'd rather have a geared K2 and Cassian than Biston and Scarif. And I... I have never seen a Biston and Scarif Rebel Pathfinder comp 
on Mothma that I didn't just chuckle about. <laughs> I've, I have, yes. I mean, uh, Scarifrail will Pathfinder, if they didn't nerf him, he's one of the few tunes in this game that has been nerfed. If they didn't nerf Scarifrail Pathfinder before Mon Mothma came out, he would be amazing on that team. But they did. <laughs> but right. they did. I know Gom still uses Biston on his Mon Mothma team, but Gom's is also R7. So if you're willing to commit to R7, use Biston. Yeah. Um, so the, the other piece of it too, though, um, and, and I actually, I think I enjoy the Rebel Fleet more, to be fair. That, that, uh, I, I, no, that, that is fair. It's, yeah. It's more fun. Uh, but I do think that the Empire Fleets may be more consistent. I, I also will, will say this. Uh, so let's let's do say the Scarif Rebel Pathfinder and Biston are good with Mon Mothma. And that, that, you know, maybe that's actually true. That hasn't been my experience, but it could in some circumstances be true. And I know Biston is actually well loved by Gom. So hopefully he's not listening and hating me right now. <laughs> Uh, but one way or another, I do, I, I will say this though. Uh, I don't think that Gar and Imperial Super Commando are always going to be worthless either. We've got this whole Mando faction coming out and I think we're going to see comps where they're relevant. I don't know if they're going to be great, but I think they'll be similarly relevant to what Biston and Scarif are. Like they're, they're fringe characters within their own little rebel trooper or rebel fighter faction. And I, I can't see Gar and ISC being much more fringe than that, frankly. Right. Yeah. True. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think, I don't think you can go wrong with either of the fleets. Um, from what I've, what I have heard, I, I don't, I have a relic Bist and I don't have a relic Scarif Rebel Pathfinder right now. So I can't really test is that Rebels melt the uh, Rex lineups of negotiators much easier while Empire does Ahsoka in a lot easier. So uh, as, as the meme says, why not both? Why not both? <laughs> well, and that, that's, that's actually uh, an amazing point. I think that that's, that's how you have to approach it. I have been wanting you to work on your fleets for a long time, Solo. That sounds like a, a gripe or something about you, but throwing shade. I, I just, you know, uh, fleets have been, it, it, it's ironic to me, actually, that you ended up beating me in fleets um, <laughs> and I ended up beating you in ground. Because I would say in general, I have a lot, I've had a lot deeper uh, fleet strength like that that's always been something that i've invested more than you in and despite despite our the weird circumstance with you and me facing each other um i do think that in general uh fleets are a bigger strength for me and i i think that i i think that that i mean I'm, I'm on this crazy run right now in terms of my win loss. And a lot of those wins have come from fleet exclusively where fleet has just bailed me out. And I, I guess I just, uh, I see fleet as super important. So um, I'm excited to see what, you know, the kind of things you're going to start doing with fleets now. 
Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. It's it's been interesting climbing. So here's here's the problem. Now I'm going to be ready for negotiator and malevolence comps with the off meta counters, and then people aren't going to place them. And I'm going to be like, how the hell do I counter this? Um, right. But you know. Uh, all right. So moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to save, let's save this, the next podcast question for after the alt section. So uh, if you could get rid of one game mode, which would it be? And why would it be ships? <laughs> I fear that's a perfect transition here. <laughs> I wouldn't get rid of ships. Just- I, I just wouldn't. You know what I'd get rid of? I'd get rid of Conquest. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't, I don't hate it, but it's such a, my my Prevail Man account, I think I got like three fights in and just like, just called it quits. Didn't even get to the first loot box. I just, I couldn't, it's too much time, too much effort. People are like, it doesn't take that much time. I'm like, it, if you want the max loot box, it takes a lot of time, actually. It, like, overall, like, it takes hours, and I don't, I'm, I'm already short on hours. I don't have right. hours, so. Especially with your, with the smaller account, because you just have less teams. So it's literally, do a couple battles, wait till the next day, do a couple battles. So it's not like, on my main account, I think I've, I've mostly finished the first four sectors in, like, three days, <laughs> you know? And then it's a two-week event, so I just slowly got the loot box as we went along. Um, when you don't have that many teams, you can't do it. It's like literally an everyday thing. Yeah, I uh, my, my alt got through most of it. But again, I was just like, man, I have to spend an hour doing this. I don't, I don't want to do that. I, yeah. I just... And it's just not that interesting to me anyways. Like, it's just like, you have all these arbitrary rules that change everything. We don't need to, we, we said we weren't going to talk about that game mode much, but that's, if I had to choose one game mode to get rid of, I know that most people don't want that and I acknowledge it. But if, if I was just the, if I could just choose something that was personally, uh, like if, if I could just choose something that was my preference and it didn't, no one else would be negatively impacted by it. That's what I would do. Yeah, I would get rid of anything that has the words challenged here in front of it. So challenged here, assault battles, challenged here, pit raid, anything that says challenged here, out of here. Uh, because in not a single one of those challenged tiers do I feel like the payout is worth the time invested. Like, can you tell me that if I want to try and beat tier two of the Night Sister Assault battle, it's actually worth the like threes and biddle cards you get at the end. <laughs> like, is uh, that really auto, worth it? <laughs> you can hit auto for tier two, sure. Right. Tier three, yeah, like Zin, uh, whatever. You know what? Some people actually really need that stuff and they're grateful to have it. I don't, I don't mind that. I wish that tier three actually paid anything more than tier two because it's right. so perversely difficult compared to tier two. If I'm going to spend 20 minutes doing something, 
or 30 minutes doing something or, you know, these people that on the, uh, the first order one will take like an hour to get done with challenge tier three. I want something more than like uh, an amount of rewards that you're not even going to notice because you don't like, unless you need exactly three Zinbiddle cards, you're like, man, I just need to finish this so I can get my next R7. That's probably the only time you'll ever notice the actual rewards. Right. Well, and so, so for Sue and Chad is saying like, are you kidding me? The the challenge tiers where all the good rewards are. And and I think he has a point in the sense that like I think he's free to play. And I yeah. think you and I are like proto whales. Like we're we're like on our way toward whaledom <laughs> if we're not already there. And I think that that kind of skews our perspective a little bit because if if we need a little zim biddle here or there, like we could spend money to just get it. But that being said, I yeah. I, I just don't have the time for the challenge tier. Like that that's more of what I'm so challenge tier one, I agree. You get what, ten finishers, ten whatever, and then a couple Zetas, like, okay, maybe challenge tier one of the assault battles, but even that, I can't tell you how many of the Night Sister assault battles that I just say I don't care. Like I, it's not worth because even challenge tier one on that night sister event takes me like 20 to 25 minutes. And God forbid you enter wave four with the wrong turn meter set up because they died from plague and you couldn't do anything to set up your own turn meter going into tier four. And then Sidious is just like, try again, fools. Took you 10 minutes to get here. Try again. Um, I, to be it, fair, Solo, you have garbage night sisters. They're not actually that garbage these days. They're all relic. <laughs> Spirit oh, is, is the Spirit only now? Spirit's the only one that's not no, Spirit's the only oh. one that's not relic, and you don't use Spirit in the that assault battle. <laughs> there. Um it, it's I it's just it, like it's not fun. It's just not a fun game mode. Um I have more fun with that because I get to use my actual rules. I don't have to worry about some weird modifiers. Oh, I'm not saying I like Conquest. I just... I oh, okay. The assault battles, if I can't hit auto, <laughs> I just basically stop doing them now. Um, Maybe Conquest hard mode will be super fun. I have a feeling it's just going to be super bad for people's fall walls and their phones at the same time. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I, I'll... Gosh, I'll, I'm trying to contain my hate for now. Yeah, it's not, even, it's not hate. It is not hate. Not yet. And no, but I don't. I don't. I, I anticipate it. it potentially entering that, but we'll see. <laughs> hmm? Um. All right. So let's move on. Let's talk about our alts, um, and then we'll get to the last podcast question. Sure. Let's uh, do it. All right. So. You are making a serious push for the top spots on your your main alt. I, I still don't know what to call it. Zareth alt. Um, yeah, I just call it my alt. That, that's my yeah. alt, and the other one is Prevail Man. Fair. That's, that's fair. how I distinguish them. Uh, so how how how'd your alt do this week? So, so I, I, I entered this week with this awkward thing of like, I don't know 
I think my week one, I, I was thinking my week one, like maybe I forgot to do one of my, um, one of my arena uh, feats, which is like super, it's, it's not that excusable, frankly, if you're trying for a top spot, but I, I was like, well, you know, I'm probably not going to get top 10 anyways. Like it's how many people are in, in, in our division now, like 150,000, something, something crazy. Like that. Yeah. So you think top 10 is ridiculous, right? Like you, you, you it's an unrealistic ex- aspiration uh, up to, up to this point. I've thought that. And so going into this week though, I've, I've had some really great scores. So I, you know, like I, I mentioned before, I put nest on defense or on offense uh, just to get to maximize my scores just a little bit more. And I mean, this week I actually ended up my finals. I faced someone who was also undefeated for the season and he placed a crazy defense for what he had. And I just wrecked all, I wrecked everyone really bad. Like it wasn't close. Um, like that, that's been this whole season for my alt. It, the for the first season of division one and i think my lowest score was like a 21 25 or something like that that's that's just absurd uh it's absurdly good but absurd (laughs) no like like i get disappointed when i don't get a 21 30 plus like that and and so after doing all the feats that, that was the challenging part i i really struggled to get the feats I missed the um, I missed the shock feat by five, which was my own stupid fault for placing Darth Revan on defense. And then yeah. I also missed. I don't I don't mind that one as much because some people can make uh, top ten even with even if they miss that. But the one that it's that's just inexcusable is um, is the one the the arena like yeah. all, I have, all I have to do like it's week one. You only have to kill like five fleets or you know like eight squads or something. And I think I just, I am pretty sure I missed it. And, and so when I cashed in all the feats for a while, I was number one in division one and people are like, no way you're going to do it. And I'm like, no, I don't think I'm going to make top 10. And that's true. Like right now, where am I? I can check, I suppose. Last time I checked, I'm number 13 and have no recourse to get higher. Um, so I don't know where the, the leaderboards are. I don't want to spend a lot of time looking, but um, anyway, so I'm, I'm not making top 10 kind of frustrating. Cause I'm pretty sure looking when I looked at the leaderboards last time, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm within striking distance of it. Like, I think I could have made it. Uh, let's see. I'm number 15 right now. If you just add a hundred banners to that though, 48, 669. Yeah, I would be, I'd be like tied for fifth right now. Uh, if I had, if I had just done that one feat and I, I really, I genuinely think, and I'm not making excuses that I, I don't deserve top 10. Like I missed the easiest thing possible, <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm not going to ever have as easy a season as this for my alt in division one it's it's all going to be harder like it was just perfect for me the stars aligned and i just blew it so feel frustrated even though i'm going to end up probably in the top 20 ish i feel frustrated with my results somehow um i mean it's not bad it's also still the same rewards basically that my main will get for like top 200 so 
Yeah, well, that's true. But it would have been so much fun if you actually made top 10. <laughs> oh, man, it would have been so awesome. But yeah, maybe, maybe next time. I, I guess the thing that I learned is maybe it is realistic for my alt to make top 10 in Division 1. Like Right. Yeah. It, it, like it, it, in fact it was this season was realistic. I just uh I just failed. So there are regrets, but maybe next season probably not. Uh anyways, you this week on your alt impressed me uh, to a huge degree. How was your week on your alt solo? Absurd. Um so my very first matchup on my alt was against a guy speaking of finishing top 10. Uh, a guy with three galactic legends that, and while I have two and he finished second overall in division one Kyber, um, he's a very good player. He had 745 K lifetime banners, uh, just, just a very efficient player. And he has three GLs. He's matched up against mostly people that have two GLs because, if you're not a character that's used to get a galactic legend, he doesn't have relics on him. So it's, you know, Grievous is G13, B1 is G13, Django is G13, and just Relic Zero. Like all these characters, uh, Darth Revan, Bastila, Jedinet Revan, all of them, Gear 13, Relic Zero. So it's a highly, highly efficient roster. And his mods, so. This is actually something that was ignored about the bus account. Everyone talks about how he finishes first because, you know, of roster sandbagging or whatever you want to call it. Bus's mods were really good for the size of his account. So he wasn't just out accounting people. He was out modding them as well. This, the guy I'm facing that finished too, um, his mods even though he doesn't have relics, his mods are competing with my mains. My main probably has him beat a little bit, but I mean, 15, 25 plus, he's got 66, 20 plus, uh, over 700 and a 10 plus and over 250 in the 15 plus. Like this guy's mods are just ridiculously good. Um, but he is predictable. <laughs> And that's exactly what I did. The f- I, I don't know if I would have beaten him if it was week one, but I had three weeks history to plan off of. I knew exactly was what he was going to place. Um, I was one team off from my prediction. He changed up one team in the background or in the back zone. And it wasn't that consequential, <laughs> quite honestly. So I went into this fight. Uh, oh, he placed Mon Mothma instead of placing Night Sisters. I planned on him placing Night Sisters. He placed Mon Mothma instead. Yeah, it's like the same counters almost. And, and, well, yeah, I planned on using Troopers on Night Sisters, so it literally just transferred over. Actually made the fight a little easier because yeah. his, uh, <laughs> his Asajj is so – it was quick. It was going to be an iffy counter. But so I based my entire defense on – uh, going up against this guy and it worked. Like what I did is I put my defense. If I didn't need the team to beat a team on offense, that team went on defense. So, I mean, I had Darth Revan, Gas, Ray, Padme, 
General Grievous, Mon Mothma, and then a team that stole some banners for me was actually Treya. <laughs> um, I put Treya on defense, and I, I you know, it, it caught him a little off guard just because I didn't need Treya on offense. I knew it was going to be an efficiency game. I honestly thought I lost in the in what, what was it? My second fight. Cause I brought in Jedi Knight Luke against CLS. And I always, I mean, I always do well in that fight just every time. Um, but man, his, his CLS team again, so well modded. Um, and I need to remod my alt so badly. And it, I almost lost that. Um, <laughs> it came down to just Jedi Knight Luke. I ended up getting a 47 against that CLS team. I was like, well, this is an efficiency match. Like I'm, I'm screwed. This is an efficiency match. And I just lost. Um, but I kept playing. The good thing is he attacked before me. So I knew the score to beat. I had to beat 21, 13. I already started losing by losing 13 banners. And then I went on and, you know, troopers got 60. Um, my Vader Watt team got 60. <laughs> I used CLS against JTR got 60. The one counter that I lost banners on other than that Jedi Knight Luke. Oh, and he had a galactic legend on defense too, which was, so I had to use Jedi Master Luke, Yoda and Jolie, Ayla and Shock to take out his Ray team. Um, but the one counter I lost banners on and the entire match hinged on Night Sisters beating General Grievous. <laughs> it's, it's so funny how often this season uh, my entire match has depended on that fight. Uh, but he places, because Grievous is our, our Relic Zero, he places Grievous with BB-8 because he needs the team to be sped up because they're not hitting anywhere near as hard as a normal Grievous team. And so that opened the door for my awful Night Sisters on my all. And I mean, my Night Sisters on my all are, it's like R3 on Asajj, R4 on Daka. And then if they have more than three gear 12 pieces on the other three, I'd be shocked. Um, it got a little dicey. <laughs> Grievous attacked Zombie for no reason when only it was when it was only Zombie and Daka left. Um, but I pulled that out, went into ships, and he uh, he placed Empire and Akbar, and I placed Empire and Akbar. So we went into ships, and it was <laughs> literally going against the same exact fleets. And I just, I did it better. Uh, I needed a 60, what I needed a 65 on the last fleet to win. And I came out of it or to tie and the tie would have gotten me the win. And I came out of it with a 66 and I beat him legitimately uh, by one, which was super epic. And, and I did that fight in about 22 minutes because I started it at 1110. Usually you go on it. 11:30, and I was raiding into you, and so I was like, "All right, let's just plow through this. I'm gonna do this fast." And I, so I did that entire fight in about 22 minutes, which was yeah, you... quite fun as well. Yeah, it was super fun. I <laughs> it was super. I was like, <laughs> "Wow, 
wow, he's actually almost about to make his deadline. Or <laughs> you, you don't have deadlines exactly, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, like I was like, wow, you're gonna he's gonna actually make his raid time just about summer <laughs> post, and then then we had to start a hype train for you because that was right. an amazing display, <laughs> and, and that that guy's lifetime banners are so crazy. So I, I yeah. love that. Love that you also caught me up to him a little bit too. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome for that. Yep. Yep. Um, so then the next round, it didn't get easier in the next round uh, because we went up against our patron, which we mentioned earlier, Dr. Jojo again. So I have two GLs going up into a fight against a skilled player against three galactic legends Um I just know from Dr. Jojo being in our patron chat for, you know, nine months um, that he always places a difficult defense. I actually, this fight, even though he has less lifetime banners, I knew was going to be the much harder fight because I just know Jojo sets much harder defenses um and he actually he caught me he plays sith eternal on defense and that that legitimately caught me off guard i did i fully expected to see supreme leader kylo in the back he had ray out front 100 expected supreme leader kylo in the back and he caught me with sith eternal um he had a crash and then struggled against darth revan after the crash and so um, it's the wrong team to crash against. That's not a good team to crash against. I did not have a counter for Sith Eternal. Like I, I honestly, I didn't. I had, ended up taking six fights to beat him. Uh, though two of those fights were trying to get him to spend his link. Because once I lost twice, it didn't matter. So I sent in a couple burners to get him to spend his link, so that I could go in and properly clean it up. But what was fun was, so this was Gambit fight night. Klesso had just gone up against Mamba and Jojo was doing the fight. So he cleared the front bottom for me before the stream started. And then he started doing the fights live, you know, in a fight for fight type thing. So we went into the final and I think he was actually up. Um, and the way I got the win was he placed Radis and Empire on defense, and I actually placed my Negotiator on defense. <laughs> I knew uh, I placed Negotiator and my Empire on defense, and he didn't lose to my fleets, but on my Negotiator fight, it, it was clearly a drawn-out battle because I got three reinforcements in. Um <laughs> Meanwhile, on his Radis, he got one reinforcement in, and his Empire, he got zero reinforcements in. So the final fleet uh, battle is done. We get to the board, and it ended in a tie. It was 2083 for both of us. Uh, and I ended up picking up the win with the, with the higher GP, which. <sighs> so. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Two, two and oh two and oh coming out of that week and then i go into the final match and uh, this guy did not deserve to be in the championship like my championship rounds were the first two matches and then the final match so we talked about the mods on the first guy um 
my first opponent for the week with my alt had more 20 plus mods than this guy had 15 plus mods. Like that's that that was the disparity. It was just not not a good not a well modded account. And the problem I had, and I mentioned this earlier, is so this guy places Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke, you know, Jedi yeah, Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Master Luke, Jedi Knight Luke Watt on defense every single time. And he he has decent lifetime banners, but it's because he puts down an FU, like one FU arena level defense team every single time and people just can't clear it. And then he'll clear the other side of the board. Um, so I came up with this brilliant plan to beat him. I was going to play shock clones on defense for the first time ever. So I could keep my gas to go with my Jedi master Luke. It's like, I'm smart. I got this all placed. And then I just ran out of time because of real life getting in the way. And I didn't actually place my defenses. Um, so my defenses Jeez. from the Dr. Jojo fight rolled over. So I didn't have negotiator on offense. I didn't have, um, I didn't have what I planned to have to beat him. So I kind of had to scrap through and clear the board. And when it got to fleets, it got really ugly. Uh, Cause he placed, he placed empire and uh, rebels, but he had, it was Houndstooth, TIE Bomber, and TIE Fighter for the Empire Fleet. And then Shuttle comes out and cleanses, and I didn't have Negotiator, so I'm trying to beat this Empire Fleet with my Radis, which is, it worked, but he got out three reinforcements, and I think I got like a 56 on the fight. It was just an ugly, ugly fight in general. But he couldn't beat my negotiator the first time. So he took two, two fights on my negotiator. And thanks to him placing an FU uh, offense team, he could not beat my Ray. Just he couldn't beat it. He, he attacked it once and then just gave up, <laughs> which was a nice, you know, you look down. I woke up in the morning because he attacked while I was asleep, looked at the board and just laughed. Like, that's what you get. If you're going to stick down a team, that really doesn't belong on defense. You're just going to have to suffer and not clear. That's, you know, and so that was probably the easiest win I, that no, not probably that was the easiest win I had all week. And it actually took a lot of thinking on that one. Uh, So they all actually finished 10 and two this month, which that's 10 and two is kind of my goal. Like, obviously I want to win every time, but if I finish a season 10 and two, I'm really, I'm really not going to complain. I agree. I agree that you shouldn't complain (laughs) for finishing that. I mean, that's pretty solid. You, uh, you had a good season Your Your main struggled a bit, but now we got, we got the reset button. Yes, yes, we do. We have the almighty recess bu- or reset button, and it is going to be 3v3, which it is time to get back to winning, winning ways. But uh, now we should talk about what we're doing on our roster to get to those winning ways. I promised what my rage relics were going to be earlier in the podcast, 
and they are all fleet related. So TIE Fighter Pilot went to Relic 6, Garin Imperial Super Commando went to Relic 5, Biston went from like Gear 8 to Relic 5, and Scarif Rebel Pathfinder went to Gear 11 because screw him and all of his <laughs> Carbontes. Like, good lord. Yeah. It is absurd. Uh, just absurd. Um, <laughs> it is. And, so stupid. <laughs> I I really want to get Vader R8 before the start of 3v3. I'm farming stupid Carbontes for Scarif Rebel Pathfinder to get him just even gear 12. Um, so I, I don't think I'm going to get Vader in time for week one. Oh, bummer. Uh, yeah. Uh, the fun news is on my alt, tomorrow I unlock Sith Eternal Emperor and have all the... the uh, have all the gear to get him straight to R7 at unlock, which has been very frustrating because there's other characters I want to unlock and, um, <laughs> or I want to gear up on that account, I should say. And I just can't because I don't want to risk accidentally spending something. So I'm just sitting there with a bunch of little green plus signs, like press the button, press the button. <laughs> just do it, please <laughs> yeah. push me. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's what I rage reliced this week. How about you? What did you gear this week? You know, I got Akbar to Relic 3. He was gear 12. He's now Relic 3. So now my home one fleet is basically done. I think that's all of the relics I need. I hope I don't need more on Akbar, but uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah, he's next. After... After I finish Scarif Rebel Pathfinder and after I get Vader to R8, Akbar will be the next one. Nice. That'll be good. In theory. In theory <laughs> it will be. We shall see. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, I should mention uh, my Prevail Man account did oh, that's not. Right, yeah. I, lost, I lost my middle match, I think. The guy I faced, though, I, I did research. He had so much G, like matchup GP more than me. It was either a mistake or I was the highest possible bracket, and he just got stuck with. I got stuck with him. But he had uh, like a fully relic Darth Revan squad. <laughs> and like, Prevail it, Man does not. <laughs> Prevail Man's not close. Like I have, right. I'm, I'm like proud of my Gear Twelve uh, CLS Han and Chewie, and then I have a, I have a, yeah, they're Gear Twelve, and then. Chupio is gear eight and 3PO is gear seven. Yeah. And that, that's like my favorite squad right now. And that's, yeah, it, it was insane how crazy good his roster was. So lost that one. Uh, I did manage to clear him actually, surprisingly. Uh, but then he was just able to, like, I, I looked at his history. He's even, he even has a GAC history and he just like one man's, uh, like he just uses Darth Revan to kill entire five man squads. Like he's, you know, he's probably in the top ten, is my guess for, for the for Division Eight. So it was, uh, it was demoralizing, and I ended up getting Kyber ten and two, I think, on the season. So not too bad. No, that's um, not bad at all. Yeah, I, I'm ready to be in a new division where I'm not facing like the top accounts though. It's, it's been ridiculous this season. <laughs> fair um 
Oh, so I said that we would do the podcast question afterwards. And part of the reason was because it came from Dr. Jojo. Uh, So uh, let me go to it. Do you agree a tie should go to the lower GP (laughs) asking for a friend? Nope. No, I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I've pretty much just changed my entire perspective on that since you're matched against him. So yeah, uh, yeah, there we go. Um, (laughs) All right. So, oh, and we did, we did have one other from the ever lovable Froda. Um, in honor of one of our guests in the uh, comment section. So if R2 goes to R8 and K2 is R8, does that make them, or what does that make K8? The answer is gaming. <laughs> what? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's stupid. It's Kate gaming. So R2... K2 at R8, and then it's it just ignore it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, uh, with that said, guys, it is time to wrap up. We are in the early morning hours. <laughs> uh, uh, so, thank you, everybody, for joining us. As always, it is good to see everyone out live. Uh, thank you to everyone that's uh, downloading. Um, the podcast and listening to the podcast form. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Uh, Zareth has a bunch of fun things planned for this week on his Twitch account. His Twitch account is Zareth Prevails. That's X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore Prevails, P-R-E-V-A-I-L-S. Uh, you can probably find these things on YouTube afterwards because he does lots of YouTube videos, which... Uh, come out almost daily, basically. Find him on YouTube at X-A-E-R-E-T-H. It's just Zareth. Um, I have my individual page, which I enjoy my off week with no videos, but you can find my Twitch page at S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. That's SoloBase15. On this page, the Gambit Podcast page, uh, we are going to have the roundtable this week. We talked about it at the beginning of the podcast, coming full circle. It's going to be Zareth and I, along with good old Maurice. Uh, Endall is going to be there. Klesso is going to be there. Calvin Awesome says he will be there for the entire thing. We'll see. And then uh, Ando, if little baby commando Ando lets him, uh, Ando will be there as well, at least for a pop-in to say hello. That will be Friday night on this page. Uh, 3v3 is coming. We have a wonderful counter sheet that you can find. The description is in the link below. The nice thing about this counter sheet is it links to the actual videos. Um, So you can see how the counter works because everybody in the first week is going to forget how to 3v3. That counter sheet is there to tell you. And then finally, in the description below, you'll find a link to our Discord where there will be lots of help to get you through the 3v3 madness. Um, It is growing always, and there's always somebody there to answer your question. And if his name is not Weevil, don't delete these messages. Delete his messages and 
maybe, maybe listen to him for help. Probably not, though. And with that said, I think it's time to say good night. <laughs> I think you're right, Solo. <laughs> Let's uh, say good night. So long, farewell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, remember, guys, evil sucks. Don't be dicks. And if you're still on Twitch, we are going to raid uh, dear old Fort Mort, since it looks like he is the only Galaxy Hero guy going, and he's doing his assault battles. Give Mort some love um, and give his mom some more love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to give her more love than she has already had, but... That's that's true. Just uh, kidding. All right, guys. Have a yes. Have a wonderful, wonderful night, and we will see you see you on Friday night. Yeah. See you later, guys. Thanks for watching or listening or both. <laughs>